0: On the air. But shouldn't the light be on if we're on the air? Oh. Well, it's uh, the height, of course, of the hay fever season. My antihistamines were fighting my prohistamines, but eventually all of them left and went out to disrupt a Dukakis speech.
1: <laughs> what do you know? Not much, you! From Salisbury, Maryland to Haines, Alaska, it's What Do You Know with Michael Feldman from National Public Radio. I'm your announcer, Jim Packard. That's John Tuline on piano and Jeff Eccles on bass. In this hour of What Do You Know? The Geraldo Hoaxers, the What Do You Know quiz, and the hotline. What Do You Know? is made possible in part by Victor Allen's Coffee and Tea, choice coffee beans from plantations all over the globe, tea and brewing accessories, Madison, Milwaukee, and the world. Now, the man who's a man for all that, Michael Feldman.
0: So was that just the way you wanted it, John? That, uh, was that a variation on the theme, or, or what?
2: Uh, no, it was a temporary mental
0: breakdown. <laughs> okay, we're all having him. That's okay. Well, let's see. In politics, we're in the home stretch now, and Michael Dukakis has just about achieved the impossible, making George Bush look good. <laughs> I'm not saying that the, the Duke hasn't been aggressive enough, but uh, if he finds any more of Kitty's pep pills around the house, he really ought to take them, <laughs> Either that, or he's going to be holding a ladder while Jimmy Carter nails uh, this fall. <laughs> <laughs> if that's what he wants. They're already calling him Duke Carter, I think, which is <laughs> a little embarrassing. I don't think this guy Sasso's is uh, giving him much help. Anyhow, he's saying that Biden's aneurysm is identical to the one suffered by Neil Kinnock, <laughs> the British Labour leader. <laughs> of course, uh, a lot of the stuff going around is unfair. Dukakis's height has been an issue in the campaign. Not a big one. <laughs> the fact is, and this isn't generally known, that he's as tall as Franklin Roosevelt. Of course, <laughs> Roosevelt was seated, that's true. <laughs> of course, uh, Bush has made a couple of mistakes, too, confusing Pearl Harbor Day with his anniversary, but that's, <laughs> that's understandable. And uh, when he was uh, heckled by hard hats, showing them his union suit, I don't think that was... L.L. <laughs> L. Bean, of course. LAUGHTER this could be an L.L. L. Bush administration. <laughs> Can you see all, all the her moccasins padding their way up Capitol Hill? It could be, entirely. Meanwhile, Oscar de la Rena throws up his hands, and Christo attempts to rap Barbara Bush for the inaugural ball. <laughs> Stay tuned for that. That's all the news that isn't. <clears throat> I say Christo. You know Christo. Catch my references there? I have a list of references if you'd like to see them. Thank recirculate that. Nice to be with you here. We got a show for you, and uh, I think I can say that with some certainty. Uh, I do have a delay in my headphones. Is that unusual, or am I actually breaking down mentally here in front of everyone? No? Okay. As I can hear myself, then I can hear myself. Okay. And the second one is commenting on the first one. That's what bothers me. (laughs) Or am I hearing the booth? It could be the booth. No. All right, fine. Then it's not happening. I'm not feeling that. My feelings are not important, I guess, is what it comes down to. I'll just adjust these. I'll just take these off. Well, I won't hear anything, that's why. Well, we've got a show for you today, but I mentioned that, and we have a couple of people actually who are heroes to me. They've taken a lot of heat in the press recently, but anyone who uh, gets Geraldo mad is a friend of mine, I think. <laughs> for some reason, Geraldo Rivera is worried about his integrity, which is a new development. <laughs> and he's worried about it largely because of uh, Wes Bailey and Tani Freewald, uh, who uh, have appeared on his show and others in the guise of People with uh, sexual problems, which is not so unusual, but they were so good at it that uh, people assumed that they really did have sexual problems, including, um, let's see, Wes was uh, at one time an unmarried virgin and an impotent married man. Uh, I think this has happened to all of us at one time or another. And then uh, on, on different shows, or the same person on different shows. And Tani uh, was, a, I believe, a sex hating wife and a sexual surrogate on different shows and they're on uh, you've probably read about them now they've been all over the press and I'd kind of like to talk to them myself and we have them on the line with us from Chicago uh, Wes and Tani are you there? Good morning How are you? Hello Michael Good morning nice to talk with you uh, let me, it's going to be hard to talk are you both on different phone I hope so we can do this? Yeah Okay yeah. let me just throw out some things were you surprised at the first of all at the vehemence uh, that uh, you received uh, the comments you received from Geraldo and, and others ab- about your performances?
3: Actually, um, uh, we were a little surprised at the uh, um, level of uh, of distraught that they seemed to be exhibiting. But interestingly enough, uh, early on we figured out that uh, each of the different uh, hosts that we had been on their shows and their companies reacted exactly as you would imagine them having reacted. Um uh Oprah's uh went into a meeting and she stayed in a meeting all day to decide exactly what they were going to do about this. Um uh Geraldo started screaming lawsuit right away right. and Sally Jesse Raphael invited us back on the show. Yeah, so to t- that was pretty indicative of those three <laughs>
0: To talk it out, right? She this. thought you could talk this whole thing out probably. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Another show possibility. Now now uh Geraldo is he suing you? No.
4: Well, haven't heard a word from Mr. Geraldo or his people. Yeah. And uh remains to be seen, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, no, there's no basis, is it? I mean, what would he sue you for? As exactly? I
4: understand it, he doesn't have any basis. There's yeah. no precedent for this. Yeah. Um, you know, the big issue is in the release that we signed, there was a statement that said, I warned I will not make any false or mis or li- misleading,
3: misleading misleading
4: statements on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, that's simply to protect Geraldo's show from libel suits from the outside. I and see. as I understand it, in legalese, you cannot turn it around and make it work the other way. If he tries that, And uh, I doubt that he will. It would be a precedent setter.
0: Yeah. Something ironic about a man imitating a journalist, uh, suing people for imitating guests. And...
4: Well, you know, I've been saying all along, I don't need to make fun of a Feraldo because the big boys are doing it for me. So.
0: Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's, It is an interesting thing now. How did you come up with the idea? Was it, was, Wes, was it your idea or Tani, yours?
4: Tani is at the center of all this and she can tell you. <laughs> I'm
3: sure. um, I've worked uh, as a, an office manager for a psychologist, a clinical psychologist here in Chicago. He had done a number of talk shows over the last uh, 10 or 15 years, so he was on file with them as one of their resources. And the Oprah situation started uh, very soon after I started working for him with a phone call from the producers of the Oprah show asking if he had a client that he was currently working with who was not interested in sex or hated sex. And since he didn't have a client that he was working with at that time, uh, he came over and asked me if I thought I could go on the show and be a woman who hated sex.
4: And plug the clinic.
3: And plug the clinic. Um, <laughs> I,
4: Which I, he didn't do.
3: No, I, was, I championed the former and uh, ignored the latter and had a great time. It was really, really interesting. And then about a year and a half later, we got a call from the Sally Jesse sure. Raphael show, same kind of uh, situation, he was on file with them. And they were doing a show on uh, sex and men over the age of 50 and uh, wanted to know if uh, Dr. Dow could come on the show and if he could bring a surrogate with him, and that's when Dr. Dow asked me if I thought I could play the part of a surrogate, and I said I didn't see why not, and we did that show, which led to them wanting us back, and this time the producers wanted, and isn't this interesting how it's always the producers who have the scenario in mind of exactly what they want. This time they wanted a a client of Dean's, a man who had been uh, utilized a surrogate even with his wife's knowledge. His wife knew that he was seeing a surrogate for a sexual problem. Well, no one existed that we knew of that met that category, so he asked me if I thought I could be the surrogate again, and I said, sure, and did I think I could get anybody to be the husband and wife? So (laughs) I called my friend, Wes, who I've been working with for the last 10 years, and asked him if he thought he could do it. He was intrigued, said, sure.
4: Then we had a national talent search (laughs) for an actress to play my wife. It was quite fun. Now this is people, when friends of ours all around the country about it, who was available and who, could, who would be willing to do it.
0: That's when you were the impotent married man.
4: Right. Yeah. Finally ended up with a Chicago actress who has chosen to remain anonymous. Ducky. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> Has this been a career boost since now? Are you typecast now?
4: Uh, remains to be seen. You know, what nobody underst- seems to understand yet is that, uh, and you may not even believe this, but we're not publicity hounds. Maybe we are now. Maybe
3: yeah, we've we've, been, we've, we've created, been created a monster, yeah, yeah.
5: Right.
4: But we, we did this for our own personal reasons, for the adventure of it, et cetera, et cetera, and uh, had no grand plan. Uh, in fact, if you think about it, um, I could have sold this story for a few thou as an exclusive, for instance, to People Magazine or somebody like that. It came out in the Omaha World Herald <laughs> simply <laughs> by circumstance because the reporter knew me and asked me about it. So uh, that's kind of where we came from on this. Now, everything that's happened since has been an absolute whirlwind. Of course, we now have a Hollywood agent Mm -hmm. and a Chicago uh, journalist
5: um, lawyer, and um, things are proceeding. We're doing a piece for the Village
4: Voice. Tanya and we're going to write our own personal experiences.
0: A possible made-for-TV movie in this, too, it seems to me.
4: The idea's been thrown around. Um, They're talking it up in Hollywood right now, and they're asking me what what angle they should be talking up, and uh, I'm telling them, keep it honest, tell the truth.
0: (laughs) Tani, did you, I will see if that works. When, when you had to play this role, Tani, as a uh, sex hating woman, was, yeah. it, uh, was it hard for you? Did you have to study for this? or did well, this,
3: actually, How did you access a, those? It, it was the perfect exercise in uh, improvisation. Yeah. Uh, she called me on a Friday night, and in the course of a 45 minute telephone pre screening interview with her, I created a multifaceted, multidimensional woman who uh, just uh, didn't hate sex but just wasn't particularly sexually focused. The amazing thing is I didn't review the character too much over the weekend, and I went on Monday morning, and boy, there she was. She was still there and available, and uh, the toughest part of the whole thing was when we were waiting in the green room to go on to the show. And uh, Oprah whirled in for her few seconds before the show. Uh, Hello, I'm Oprah. Nice to see you, kind of thing. And she is a charming and delightful woman. Absolutely fun to be around. And one is very sorry one can't spend more time around her. But that's the nature <laughs> of the uh, of the talk show business. And uh, she looks at all of us terribly sincerely, and she goes, "I know this is going to be a great show. I just, I just ask one thing. Just be honest." <laughs> He looked right at me, and I just died (laughs) died. And that was the toughest part of the whole thing. Then I went on, and I did the character, and uh, there was uh, no problem.
0: Uh, Wes, what about for you? Which is the tougher role, the the unmarried virgin or the impotent married man? I I
4: think the male virgin over the age of 30 was tougher because, uh, you know, I did these shows within two weeks of each other, playing two entirely different (laughs) men with two entirely different sexual dysfunctions. And uh that was quite a stretch, um especially since I was by the time we did Geraldo, I was getting a little scared, frankly, but I knew I'd you know gone into this thing and knew that might I might think so it might get sticky, so I knew the risks I was taking yeah and uh as far as the the difficulty of the portrayal, you know the male version was harder because also I did not have a wife to sit beside me, mm-hmm. and that was made things a lot easier on on the first show mm-hmm. and I couldn't um. I kept wanting to repeat all of the things that I would already said on the other show, which I couldn't do. So George, <laughs> the Virgin, ended up to be quite a, a quiet, reserved gentleman and only responded when Geraldo asked questions.
0: But that's in character, I would think. so that. me. That would be in, in character for that type of individual, so that worked out.
4: Oh, right, yeah, it yeah. worked. Yeah. It worked, although, you know, I would have recognized me, even if I hadn't <laughs> known me. <laughs>
5: yeah, yeah.
4: The thing is, I watch all these shows. I'm home in the mornings quite frequently. We can watch three in a row here. For three hours, and I do it. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm sure there are other people who do it too. This, so. is,
3: this is the extraordinary thing about media that we have learned in our week. And I would not have traded this week for anything in the world, although, again, we had no idea it was going to um, blossom into this incredible maelstrom. But uh, the thing that we've learned is that media spends all of its time looking into itself, and, and consequently, we're beginning to sense that it's becoming further and further mo- removed from reality, and reality sits out there on the horizon, and media is always looking inward and never noticing. That's how we could do. We could take two shows within a two-week span period, and, have, and these would be, you know, if, if I was doing the um, uh, marketing and research for talk shows, I would darn well know what the competition was doing. And also you have that incredible similarity in the topics. You know, we'll have a whole week of sex on all the shows and then something topical would come up and everybody will jump on that for a day or two and then they'll be back to dieting and whatever. I would be watching what the competition did. I would have spotted us a long time <laughs> yeah. before the actual taping. And then, um, you know, the the fact that they aired the show again, is, uh, it's, all, it's, it's all just because... Media just doesn't have time to look out. All I can do is look in and see what it's
0: doing. Now, do you actually have any sexual problems you care to discuss at this time? Or?
5: Do you? <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> i say I'm closest to the uh, married man with sexual problems, but oh, nothing. Really? Yes. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'd like well, to work those through with you something. if possible.
4: Be sure to shop around for a therapist. You know, surrogate therapy is not for everyone. <laughs> And
0: uh, you, I, now, you know what amazes me is, of course, you missed Donahue on this roundabout. I think he's well, the only one didn't come up. Yeah,
4: of course that was you new. Know, that was kind of a dream, but uh, that's fine. <laughs> it mean,
0: probably won't happen now.
4: People, it just happened.
0: Yeah. I don't. Is there any kind of sexual topic aberration, if you want to call it that, or variation that has been untouched now by it? Cause I, I was trying to think about. It. I was watching Donahue when they had uh, some someone. I guess it was someone who never had sex. Period. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if that was you That might have been you As a matter of fact Sexuality Is yeah. probably that topic How, It's an amazing obsession For these talk shows I mean what Well did you know
4: I saw I believe it was Donahue's show on um, Women who are allergic To their husband's sperm Just yesterday <laughs> Oh
0: yeah
5: <laughs> Did they
0: call you On that one or no 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 they, <laughs> I haven't
4: become like a, a sexual consultant In the media
0: yet but they, It may come to that <laughs> Well I gotta say I enjoyed this whole thing And uh, I, I wish you well Whatever you go on to next uh, If it's acting or uh, We'll see um, what,
3: one of the absolutely the most positive things that's happened for me as a result of all this is that I I, I was very cynical of um, uh, the press and television and media in general before I started this whole thing. Mm-hmm. And since uh, we have been talking to hundreds of people across the country in the past week and a half, two weeks, uh, I have found that the majority of people who are in the industry are just nice, easygoing hardworking people like you and me and everybody else and i was under the impression that it was just uh, populated with piranhas and <laughs> predators and uh, it hasn't been the case um... everyone has been charming kind full of advice and help and uh... We've been delighted to find that our worst fears have not
0: been realized. Well, that's certainly true in in public broadcasting, too, which we're part of. The only sex that we have is is among the the animal kingdom, actually. (laughs) And you have to kind of make the leap of faith from that.
3: Well, I'll tell you, Michael, I have gained a wealth of information from watching the animal
0: series. (laughs) I don't think we'll follow up on that one. There's a a possible talk show in it. But Wes and, and Tani, I want to thank you both and wish you well
5: Thanks thank you so much you.
4: check out People Magazine next week it's going to
0: be hot <laughs> okay Wes Bailey and Tony Freewall, the uh, Geraldo hoaxers among others and I guess they were on Sally, Jesse, Raphael and really got uh, taken to task by the audience Anyone see? I didn't see that show did you? rough time for them? yeah,
5: yeah.
0: she got real emotional Sally did? no Tani oh Tani did yeah. okay
6: Tour, the yeah
0: yeah. And well, the yeah. audience, it's like soap operas. It's like discussing soap opera characters. People believe this, like it's an actual therapy, or something really, it's entertainment seems to me. So what the heck, this was very entertaining, I thought. OK, here are two gentlemen who've been impersonating musicians <laughs> for some time now. John Nobody Jeff.: is,
2: Nobody's found out here.:
0: <laughs> I don't know. I think there's some. Uh, I think it's leaked out by now. And uh, Jeff, how are you this morning? great glad to see he's it he's good he feels good yeah he's looking good and uh you guys have been working a lot i understand oh, yeah. <laughs> well, we have we both worked last night that's what i mean you worked yeah. last oh, night yeah. That's, yeah. That's, that's that's different it. so that's now, now it's on for now it's on to next month though. So. yeah whirlwind huh? uh,
7: okay
2: yeah. what would you like to lead off with here uh, it's called
0: stolen moments john Tooling, jeff eccles Thank you. John Tuling, Jeff Eckler. Stolen moments.
8: you ever take piano lessons? No, I didn't. Yeah. I admire. I was just observing there. That's kind of like the uh, on the Bob Newhart show with John and Jeff, the uh, uh, Larry and Daryl and Daryl. John interprets what Jeff means or what he'd say if he had a microphone. That's, uh, have you noticed that, uh, how the relationships they, yeah. that relationship they Jeff have? Jeff says funny. Thank <laughs> you
0: to see things in terms of media we don't understand them right, at all right, do you know right. what I'm saying that's very nice and they remind me of sexual surrogates I saw yeah, well, on the Geraldo show yeah, it's
8: kind of a strange pair right? yeah.
2: well they, this, is, this is true
8: yeah
0: they look kind of nice together I think
8: uh, who are you sir uh, Bob Gamal Bob Gamal. Yes, I was on a couple of months ago. Yeah. I did that uh, duck call, and they were.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. I thought you did a
8: marvelous duck call. Three people that actually heard that and reported back. Yeah. I thought that was amazing. Were they feathered by any chance? No, they weren't. <laughs> you don't do anything outside besides duck call because they already did that. You know, I I do a turkey call, but it's it's not as uh, powerful as the duck call. Yeah.
0: Well, I we might as well do it here because we got some time to kill. Let's face it. <laughs> we're just we're just 20 minutes through this turkey, so we got okay. <laughs> what do you?
8: First of all, you have to understand that it's the male turkey that does the gobble, gobble, gobble. I think and, he would have to understand that, not me. I, I, I'm really not involved and, in it. Uh, and the female has a, uh, doesn't have quite that kind of a. The female clock. doesn't gobble.
0: No, so the gobbler
8: is be. always a male. Yeah, that's right. But and the. Is she like that? But that's the, the, the question. the Talk attracts the the male, and so when you go turkey hunting, you try to attract the male, so you try to sound like a female. Uh-huh. And this
0: doesn't carry over in uh, any other aspect of your life, of course. I can't imagine so. Although. It, might. Well, it's possible to show on Donahue. I right. think if we got the hunters who have had sexual problems because of mating calls. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. Yeah. So you do really want to hear that? Yeah, so you want to stand know. up to do this? Well, we'll probably
8: see if we attract anything here. It's not, it's not as colorful. It's certainly not <laughs> listeners. All yeah, right. Yeah, okay. All right.
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. And if that attracts you, you're a turkey. That's all that I know. Oh, that's very nice. Thank you. Thank you. Is this Mrs. Gamal here? Yes. <laughs> does, that, does that attract you,
9: ma'am? Not particularly. No.
0: Is <laughs> that what first drew you to this gentleman?
9: No way. The duck calls. <laughs> the duck call. First date duck calls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you gone hunting with him? And oh, no. Uh-uh. No. I want to see what happens when that works, I'd huh? I'd rather not. <laughs> I'd rather not. It could be
0: unfortunate, I think, if that works too well. It would really kind of throw you for a loop there. Did you find that rather attractive?
10: Yes, I do. <laughs> <Yeah>, that's interesting.
0: <laughs> so here's where the, you know, the sex of an- in the animal kingdom has some correspondence to the human world, so there's help for public television yet, I guess. How are you?
10: I'm great. How are you? I'm
0: fine, thank Okay, pretty good. <coughs> sinuses. You know, a little, little... You get that? Pardon me? You get sinuses? I mean, you know, that... Uh, oh, yes, I have... Allergies? I,
10: yes, I have allergies. Are you allergic to
0: men who do calls of various sorts
10: no just talk show hosts. talk show
0: host <laughs> i see you're breaking out in hives here as a matter of fact i didn't know it was me and there's a uh, bracelet on your ankle
10: yes there is
0: is that uh, significant
10: i have an indian friend and she gave that to me as a sign of friendship actually i've been teaching her how to drive and
0: uh-huh. does she use her feet to drive by any chance
10: <laughs> <laughs> she's bribing me so she gave me this this uh you know
0: what it looks like it's got does it have a little bell on it or something
10: no, it's movie just... In where
0: little bells attracted this gorilla that came and... What was Remember that one? This guy gave all these women little bracelets with bells on them and attracted this gorilla that crawled in through the window and carried them off. And...
10: Sounds good to me.
0: <laughs> Try a gorilla call. That'll work. No. All right. Sorry to bother you then. What was your name again?
10: Marilyn Hoffmeyer. Marilyn
0: You've been here before. I've seen you.
10: Can I introduce my two friends from Sheboygan? Yeah,
0: please do. I'm sure they'd love it. They're both just sitting there shaking their heads. like. Real... I don't know if you could hear that on the end. They're just really tensed up and shaking their heads. Stop shaking your heads. Yeah, you'll enjoy this. this is... Okay.
10: This is my friend Jill T. Winkle.
7: Jill T. Winkle. Hi. Hi.
0: Very good. See, that wasn't hard, was it? That was an ad lib. You did good on that. Okay. This
10: is my other friend, Vicky Wildman.
0: Vicki Wildman. Hi. Hi. Okay. Fine. See how nice that went. That went so easy, and now you can say you're on the radio and people heard you. <laughs> very nice. Okay. You know also else is here? We have a big contingent from Chippewa Falls, and that's uh, first they left. They couldn't stay. Chippewa Falls is, of course, a very important part of the state. It makes up the majority of the state apparently because we have so many. And you're not even sitting together. <laughs> Who represents this group here from Chippewa Falls?
1: I do. You do.
9: Tom Szczesny.
0: Tom Sazima? How are you, Tom? Uh, Just fine. What do you do in life as we know it? I'm an attorney. An attorney? What sort of attorney? Just a general practitioner. A GP, huh? A GP. You mean just hung your shingle out in Chippewa Falls and people come and pay you with chickens and that sort of thing? Yeah, just exactly that. Really? So you're you're one of the good guys. Right. Yeah, and uh, who are these gentlemen here? Who are you, sir? Paul Cook is my name. Paul, what do you do? I'm a nurse. You're a nurse? Yeah. A male nurse? That's right. (laughs) Don't ask me how I knew. (laughs) Now, do you hate it when someone says that, like a male nurse, because that's obviously you're male? That's obvious. Yeah. Right. I always think that's a kind of a redundant uh, yeah. expression. Are you discriminated against? Do you feel discriminated against as, as, a, as a, I hate to say male nurse again, but uh, <laughs> because people assume nurse and, they, and female.
11: Actually, I don't think, I think women are more discriminated against as nurses than men are. Why is that?
0: Um, men just don't make get... passes at you? Is that what you That's right. <laughs> uh, men probably get better... Positions, better management positions, more opportunities in nursing than women do. And I'm sick of it myself. (laughs) It shouldn't happen anymore. So So it's good if you're a male, become a nurse, is what you're saying? Yes. If you're not a male, don't become a nurse because there's worse opportunities. And you, sir, are? Wayne Peterson. Wayne Peterson. And uh, Wayne, uh, what do you do? I work at Unirol Goodrich. Unirol Goodrich. Got a set of four tires for me? Can I get a deal on that? (laughs) Yes, I I can get tires. Steel belted radials? Yeah? What kind of a deal can I get on those as a talk show host? <laughs> it depends. I don't think I can say that on the air. Well, I mean, it all uh, depends on what you can do for me, I suppose. I we'll work something else. <laughs> and how about some sport wheels, too? Like, uh, like, those, like those little chrome wheels? You got those? I don't know. Maybe I can dig something else up. I don't know. Or a Zephyr wagon? <laughs> like, uh, Need no. I'm Tires for that, baby. I don't know what size those are. Well, we can, we'll check that out I should have well. brought my tire size with me today. I almost forgot to do that. So you can help me out is what you're saying. Sure. Okay,
5: sure fine. we can. Okay, talk you.
0: Stay around here after the show. Okay. <laughs> we'll talk some tires here. And you are? Terry Rickle. Terry, and uh, what do you do? I'm a sales manager for a Miller Beer Distributor. For Miller. In Chippewa Falls. Uh, Eau Claire. In Eau Claire. That's the heart of rival beer companies, though, isn't there? There's a lot of beer companies up there. Yeah, there's a couple, yes. So does it get a little heady? <laughs> <laughs> All the time. Yeah. Is it true they just bottle the water from the Big Eddy out there and that's beer? No. That's not true. Okay. wonder if that was true or not. Well, Chippewa Falls is here. Let's <laughs> thank them for coming. Oh. Now, you won some prizes at one time. I thought I did. And you never got them? Is that what you're saying? Right. Uh, what did you win? Do you remember by any chance? Uh, I thought it was supposed to be a backpack. Oh, that that little kitty backpack? The one that's shaped like a stuffed animal or something? Did you want that, really? (laughs) I have little
2: kitties.
0: (laughs) You do. Well, get this man a backpack before he leaves here today. Do you remember what else you want? Uh, A Zephyr. (laughs) (laughs) It needs tires, though, but you're you're welcome to it. Get this man a backpack before he leaves here. uh, Where's Tom uh, Yurkovich? Tom Yurkovich. How are you, Tom? I'm okay, you guys... Kind of I'm not Gus. I think you're thinking of someone else here. Can I just get in here? Excuse me just a second. I want to... Oh, pardon me. You're a student. Where are you a student at? Uh, University of Illinois at Chicago. Yeah. What are you studying? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a student to me, Tom. I'm
11: sort of a senior with no major, so uh, yeah. I came here so maybe you can influence me. Yeah. Well, what, what are you drifting towards or from? Uh, just drifting. <laughs>
0: just... Do you remember any course titles? Anything that could be helpful here? <laughs> I'm Any mu- books you might have read, anything? I'm pretty much confused. That's why I'm here today. Yeah. 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 It's confusing age, all right. But uh, nothing that interests you? Uh, no, <laughs> not really. Okay. And he's, uh, what's your question? Here is uh, uh, what's your favorite heavy metal band? <laughs> You've been near the speakers too much, haven't you, Tom? <laughs> Probably. <huh? laughs> uh, possibly, yeah. I like. I think uh, Dalkin Shield is my favorite right now. <laughs> uh, I think that's their name. There. <laughs> They're, they're kind of Christian heavy metal. Uh. Yeah, sort of, yeah. <laughs> they got that influence, that God influence, you know. I like, I like that because it's... it's religious and yet it's annoying, so it's... <laughs> uh, who do you like?
11: Uh, Ozzy Osbourne.
0: Oh, Ozzy. Is he still yeah. biting the heads off things? All right, everybody, yeah. <laughs> he should host a nature show on PBS. Would <laughs> that be great? And here is the rare wood thrush. Chomp.
5: Yeah.
0: He's getting pretty old, though, Ozzy, isn't he? He must uh, be in his mid-50s Ben. No, he's about 40. New album out in uh, October. Oh, I was thinking of Ozzy Nelson. I was getting... <laughs> Which one is David and Ricky? That's not him. Uh, no, that's not him. Okay, all right, all right. Tom, you are working on a major there, would you please? Are you an artist, by chance? Do you look... An artist? Yeah. No, I'm talentless. I'm... You're talentless. Fine, okay. <laughs> Just stay in school, then. Who's going to notice after? <laughs> all right, uh, we got uh, to do a what-do-you-know quiz here. Otherwise, we won't get to it, and then everyone will be disappointed. Everyone everywhere. And... Uh, what? What now? What? What now? What? I think she would be great for the quiz. Well, I didn't get there yet. Will you give me a chance? I thought there was something important. Yeah. yeah, just hang on there now. And you're still chewing your gum. Can you give me a good snap while we're doing this here? Just to show that you can do something useful. See, now you can't do it. They're sitting there in the audience snapping his gum. What is that green stuff? What is that? Luscious Lime. <laughs> All right, uh, before we can get to the quiz, as you know, we have to read the four disclaimers, which uh, tells who can and who cannot participate. With them this
7: morning is... Jackie Mechtel.
0: Jackie, would you do the honors, please?
7: Yes. The new four disclaimers. One, all questions used on What Do You Know have been painstakingly researched, although the answers have not. Ambiguous, misleading, or poorly worded questions are in the mind of the beholder. Listeners with a pipeline to the truth should get their own shows. Number two, Korea sounds like fun, but I think I'll wait for the next year's Olympics in Iraq. <laughs> Number three, purses employed by National Public Radio or its affiliates are not eligible to play the quiz, although they may have already won over a million prizes by saving their rappers. Listeners who have played recently are advised to sit on their hands and let someone else have a chance for a change. Number four, all opinions expressed on What Do You Know are unsubstantiated and ill-advised. Surprisingly, they are not those of National Public Radio, its member stations, or lackeys. And anyone who says otherwise is itching for a fight.
0: Well done. Very nicely read. Is that your mom down there? No, it's not your mom. She's good anyhow. Huh? Good job. Could have been his mom. I don't know. Confusing here. Yes, that haunting beat. All right, time to play the What Do You Know quiz. If you'd like to try your hand at the What Do You Know quiz, as you know, it's a general knowledge quiz, which uh, is not trivial. A lot of people just assume because it's tiny little stupid things that we ask that it's trivia, but it is not. I'm going way over here to the far side of the auditorium where I see a woman who looks like she's an educated woman. (laughs) Is that true?
12: I'm not sure I would be here if I was an educated woman. I see.
0: Fine. All right. Then I'll go to the other side of the auditorium and, uh, well, let's see. I hate to really... Let's find out about the story here. Now, you do have an educational background, though, of course. Certainly. Yes. Did you bring your resume with you, by any chance?
12: <laughs> no, however, I did volunteer to be your secretary, if you remember. You did? When I talked to you earlier this week. You when did? I, when I called about how to get on oh, the show. Oh, well, that
0: was you, yeah, and that's right. Yes. You have secretarial skills. Of course. You can... Well, never mind. <laughs> Save that for a later show. <laughs> Okay, I mean typing, of course, in shorthand. Of
12: course. We don't
0: need those skills, actually. But uh, your name is? Sandy Brown. Sandy, and why would you like to be our first contestant?
12: Why not? Give me something to do.
0: That's good, that's good. (laughs) Sandy, come up here. I know you're at a loss for words. Don't worry about it. Step right up here if you would. Okay, have a seat right there if you would. That's my seat. (laughs) Okay, nice to have you here, uh, Sandy. Um, Thank you. Do you know how this works, this mm-hmm. whole deal here? Okay, yes. so I won't explain the fundamentals to you, but we'll get to them as we go along. Those are your ears, if you want to wear those. Be an official Mouseketeer, but uh, that's, <laughs> that's mainly when the phone comes on, so you can hear those people. Or the sound effects, that, uh, such as this one, for example, which you're going to enjoy right now. Uh, okay. All right, uh, Sandy, now, uh, what field are you in? Where are you?
12: Uh, right now, I'm a freelance. Uh, you can take legal, those off of the yeah, body really they bother you really. Yeah,
0: take them off. Go ahead. It's yes? ruining the okay. hair anyhow.
12: Okay, I don't need to hear anything. Yeah, uh, I'm a freelance legal secretary.
0: A freelance legal secretary. That's right. <laughs> Very popular profession, I can see that. So you'll work for anybody basically, is what you're saying.
12: That's right. Or most of the time, I don't work. You don't. That's right.
0: Did you like that arrangement? Working yes. sometimes, and not others. Absolutely. So who's supporting you through all this? My husband. That's nice. What does he do?
12: He's a senior marketing manager
0: a senior marketing manager <laughs> what does that mean anything
12: he makes enough money to support me <laughs> that's wonderful
0: that deserves applause and didn't get it I yes. oh that's okay that's i know okay. they all okay. think i should be working yeah but well, that sounds like a perfect scam to me actually this guy. <laughs> so you can work if or not and just say that you couldn't get a job where there's nothing open at the time and just spend so what do you do with your free time
12: well, this week I uh, scraped and painted the porch. That's nice. Yes. Scraped and painted the porch. <laughs>
0: it's getting ridiculous, isn't it? <laughs> and, uh, but for relaxation, what do you like to do?
12: Uh, sports, reading.
0: Sports. Any particular sports or just, I mean, javelin, discus? <laughs> are you training for the Olympics or are you...
12: No, I'm too old for that. Yeah. Um, water sports, water skiing.
0: Water skiing, okay. Snow uh, skiing. Anything with a skiing in it well. Any- Right, anything okay. with a skiing in it. Okay, so Sandy, this, you know how this works. Someone at home plays along with you by uh, answering the uh, a qualifying question,
1: which we have right here.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, our number, as always. Area code 608-263-4141. How are you, Jim? Beg your pardon. How are you? Fine. fine I didn't fine. see you there at first. Yeah. nice
0: to see you. I didn't realize you're there. <laughs> All right, so if you know the answer to this question, it's uh, your chance to call in and uh, qualify to play along with uh, Sandy here. Uh, here is the question to science question. Their names are up. Down, strange, charm, truth, and beauty. The question is in science, what are they? Up, down, strange, charm, truth, and beauty. If you think you know area code 608 263 4141. Give us a call and let's. Uh, did I hear the phone ring? I thought I did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we have uh, Vic and Vicky here. Yep, here we are. How are you? Good. How about you? I'm fine, thank you. You're in New Hampshire. Yep. And what what town is that, in New Hampshire? Deerfield. In Deerfield, New Hampshire. Is, mm-hmm. How how far is that, let's say, from Boston? About seventy miles. Seventy miles, so you're real close in there. And uh, now, were you attracted because of your names? I mean, one being Vic and one Vicky is.
13: Well. Uh, is that part of the thrill? No, that was not a big thrill. There were other ones, but that wasn't one of them. Yeah.
0: Well, let's talk about the other ones, though, because the Possible Donahue show here.
13: <laughs> possible Donahue show. Yeah. Well. Uh, no, it's all right, really. Okay.
0: You're both PhDs, though. I remember yeah. I was reading. Uh, oh, actually, you sent a letter in, actually, we're, mm-hmm. we're calling there. And uh, what what are your degrees in?
13: Mine's in chemistry, mm-hmm. and my wife's is uh, in a pseudoscience called biology.
0: Oh, I see. <laughs> so have you, together, have you formed any living organisms?
13: Uh, yeah, there's about, we're about eight-ninths of the way there, actually.
0: Oh, congratulations. So you do pretty quick. Yeah. And uh, is Vicky there, too?
13: Yeah.
0: Say hello, say Vicky. You want to say Hi. Hi. Hi, Vicky. How are you?
14: All right. Fine. Pretty. and yourself?
0: Good. Did you make him go to Lamaze and all that stuff?
3: Are you kidding? Yeah. You couldn't have dragged him here with six teams of horses.
0: Really? So you got to breathe all on your own?
3: I I think I can manage.
0: Yeah. Okay. Is he going to be in the room with when it happens or?
3: Probably not.
0: Yeah. I wouldn't Especially let him in.
3: i not if there's a baseball game on. Yeah. But he'll be around for the next 20 years or so, so I figure he'll put in his time.
0: Well, let's hope the kid is a right-hander. That's all I can say. (laughs) (laughs)
3: You think along his
0: (laughs) lines. All right, Vic and Vicky, here's the question. Uh, Either one of you can answer this or both or or neither. Uh, Their names are up, down, strange, charm, truth, and beauty. What are they? Quarks. I beg your pardon? Quarks. Quarks is right. They are quarks. How do you like that? And, of course, we all knew that. How many of you knew those were quarks? Oh, you yeah, know, interesting. What is a quark exactly? Uh,
13: uh, it's the building blocks of the protons and neutrons and equivalent uh, subatomic particles.
0: Exactly. Now, uh, <laughs> how would you happen to know that? Well, of course, that's your profession, chemistry. Yeah,
13: well, I, I, it's kind of uh, closely aligned to my profession.
0: Small world, isn't it? Yep. It really is curious, especially since you, uh, I think you mentioned this in your letter, as a matter of fact, the, uh, the, the quarks. But, as fate would have it... Uh, <laughs> It was a good science question, so we used it. And congratulations, Vic and Vicky. This is Sandy. Hi, Sandy.
12: Hi, Vic and Vicky.
0: And uh, Sandy, I don't think has a science background, but uh, do you? No. Liberal arts, general liberal arts education.
12: Child and adolescent psych.
0: Child and adolescent psych. That should probably figure me out pretty easy, I would think. <laughs> so you're in good stead here, Vic, Vicky, and Sandy. Now, let's see if we can get all this straight. you know how this works, uh, Vic and Vicky?
13: Oh, yeah, we listen all the time.
0: Okay, so then you have some idea how ridiculous this is getting to be. Uh, we have the following categories, current events, people, places, things you should have learned in school, science, and odds and ends. Uh, you get three right out of five, and you, you win fabulous prizes, and uh, let's let the Vicsters uh, pick the first category. Well, huh? I guess we have to go with science. All right, science it is. All right, the question is, do plants cry? Very simple question. Do plants cry?
13: Yeah. <laughs> 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 what do you think, Sandy? I mean, we got a half a chance in getting this thing right.
0: Do plants cry?
12: Well, where's the biology major?
13: Well, I, I just asked her, and she... she well, she, uh, she says if they're sad, she's sure they cry. And she said they definitely give off fluids, but she doesn't know if that counts for crying.
0: Now, use your adolescent psychology here, Sandy, because <laughs> it's more important than biology, I think, here.
12: Okay, well, I agree that they give off moisture.
5: Mm-hmm.
12: <laughs> Not quite that much moisture.
0: They're having a field day in the booth today. <laughs> no one else is enjoying this. they awesome today. Yeah. Well... Let's hear it for the sound effects, man, shall we? Uh, All right. And now go home, would you please? Take the rest of the day off. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do plants cry? Yes or no? Considering
12: the bizarre, bizarre nature of this show, I'd say yes.
0: I agree. That's right. They do cry. Uh, Adolescent psychology wins again. And actually, they do, when they sense a vegetarian, they break out into <laughs> a, a sweat. And also, drought-stricken plants emit high pitches, high-pitched screams. Uh, in the 100 kilohertz range according to this uh, and the, they've determined that to be true so they cracked I guess you could say alright so that's one right two more and you've uh, you've won the quiz Sandy over to you we have everything except science
12: let's try odds and ends
0: odds and ends tis alright some Olympians in Seoul will have the insides of their cheeks scraped with a spatula what does that prove
13: <laughs> I suspect that for a drug test what do you think Sandy Scrape the insides of their cheeks on the oh, Olympians.
12: Scrape the insides of their cheeks. That's. Oh,
13: well, my wife said it could be a sex test, too. A what test? A sex test.
12: Like whether they're for or against?
13: No, whether they're <laughs> whether six foot four women are actually six foot four women.
0: Now, is this clear? I mean the, the cheeks in their, in their face.
13: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I guess I was assuming that.
0: Well, let me read it again, then. Some Olympians in Seoul will have the insides of their cheeks scraped with a spatula. What does that prove?
12: Yes, I'll go along with drug testing.
13: What, what are you going along with?
12: Drug testing. All
0: right. We'll, no, we'll
12: wait, wait, I'm hearing screams from the audience. They're saying well, now, no.
0: Now, we do have a biologist back there, and she had a, an opinion, too, so I think let's not leave uh, Vicki out say, of this. Sex or uh,
5: drugs?
0: Sex or drugs. It's a tough choice. <laughs> yeah. a rock and roll, maybe. Rock and, right? roll, is <laughs> now. Rock and
12: roll is right. No, I'm what does Vicky say?
0: I'm just still waiting for her. cheek scrape with a spatula. All right, let's get an answer, she though. She said she's,
13: she's, she says go for the, go with the sex test.
0: All right, sex it is. Sex it is. Sex test. I don't mean to steer you in any direction here, but uh, that's a gender verification, a buccal mucosa smear. It's called. Uh, if your doctor ever gives you one of these, worry.
5: <laughs>
0: but you do get a gender verification card, which works in most uh, automatic bank telling.
13: <laughs> well, I get past the guard, the guards at Seoul,
5: though.
0: <laughs> All right, that's uh, two rights, so you're uh, hot on the heels here of victory. And um, one more right, and you've got it. Back to you, Vic. And Vicki, that was... Uh, Odds and ends. It certainly was. And uh, <laughs> that leaves, of course, current events, people, places, and school. Vicky says things you should have learned in school. Okay. All right. Complete this. Now this is from Shakespeare's The Tempest. A little a verse here, uh, which you probably have seen. I think it's Ariel or one of those little sprites in this in The Tempest says this. Complete it. Where the bee sucks, blank, blank, blank. <laughs> Where the bee sucks, blank, blank, blank. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you the rhyme here. Where the bee sucks, blank, 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 in a cow slips bell, I lie. <laughs>
5: come,
0: on, come on now, talk with your...
13: The, the scientists are uh, really uh, up, in a, up in the air over this one. Just
0: to, s- <laughs> to see if you're well-rounded here in your education. That's from The Tempest. Where the bee sucks, blank, 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 in a cow slips bell, I lie. So lie, of course, is the rhyme.
12: Well... <laughs> Um, I'm getting some assistance on this one. Right.
13: Yeah. <laughs> and we, we just went through uh, all of our quotable quote books. We can't find anything quickly, so we're, uh, we're in big trouble at this end.
12: Well, I'm going to try.
13: Yeah.
0: Okay.
12: <laughs> there suck I.
0: Well, as, if Vicki and Vicki have to agree with this, it sounds like a pretty preposterous rhyme to me. She but said, uh,
13: as a three blank, there suck I. <laughs> <laughs>
15: <laughs> it's exactly
0: a winner. <laughs> and so you say, there, suck I. You go along with that, sure. Vic and Vicki? Yeah. That's right.
5: That's right. <laughs> 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 I'll tell you,
12: that hard to say over national radio.
0: Well, it could have been me. It could have been worse. But that, <laughs> that's fairly famous, but where the bee sucks, there, suck I. And a cow slips, bell, I lie. So... <laughs> That's why it's, yes, hard it
13: to... it's not too famous in Deerfield. <laughs>
5: no.
0: It's hard to teach that in high school, too, believe me. You never get past that line. So. Okay, uh, we, you've won the quiz, but this uh, puts us at an interesting juncture, doesn't it, Jim?
1: Indeed, it does, Mike. Uh, Vic, Vicki and Sandy, you can elect to stop right here. Take the prizes you've won, or you can go on and try for the motherload. You can answer two more questions from our three remaining categories correctly, and you'll win a giant treasure trove of prizes. However, if you miss either of the questions, you'll lose everything. So now, <laughs> you understand this, got to get it right or you lose everything.
12: Well, what do you think? I'm terrible in current events.
0: I'll do all right in current events.
12: You do all right in current yeah, events? Yeah,
0: I'm doing all right in current events.
12: Shall we go for it?
0: Sure. All right. All right. Sandy, I believe it's your choice. We have current events, people, and places. You have to get these next two right, and you win the mother load.
12: <laughs> Let's try places. Places.
0: All right, what does the Takashimaya department store in Tokyo get for a three-inch male stag beetle? This is multiple choice. <laughs> this is the three-inch. <laughs> uh, $77, $770, or $7,770?
12: I should know this. <laughs> I was there. <laughs> I Were you should, there? I should know this.
0: Were you at the uh, Takashimaya? Well, gee, I'm if sure I was. Case, no matter what happens, I can
13: always blame her if we get it wrong. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: that's
12: the spirit. That's
0: a three-inch male. This is the large male stag beetle.
5: The three-inch.
12: The three-inch. Three, right. What okay. do you want
0: for that three-inch there? In the, uh, Seventy-seven dollars, seven hundred and seventy dollars, or seven thousand seven hundred and seventy dollars.
12: This is this is with current exchange rates, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, it would be.
12: Okay. Well, shall we go for seven? Seven seventy was the middle one.
0: Seven seventy is right. <laughs> seven hundred and seventy dollars. Ah, oh, thought we had you there too. The small ones go for seventy-seven a pair, so that's uh,
13: a pair. Oh, well, this, <laughs> yeah. This probably one, ought to get two of
0: those. This is the big one. So, yeah. Well, there's two in a pair, as you know. So, okay. Oh, yeah, the, they're small. <laughs> that's. Um, I guess you get a piece of rotting eggplant with that too, from when I read Mr. <laughs> Uh, that's four right now. This is the deciding question. You get it right, you win a fabulous treasure trove. If you get it wrong, you owe us all for our time here. And, uh, John, Very
2: expensive. Yeah,
0: John, what do you get an hour now? Uh, per Every hour? One yeah. of the questions? $100. $100 an hour, right? In your dreams. <laughs> <laughs> $100 an hour. Okay, so you, this is uh, the deciding question, and, and Vic and Vicki, it's your category to choose. We have current events, which, of course, is news, and people, which is kind of survey results of human behavior. we
13: got uh, current events or people, which is that survey, you know, some of Didn't I just say that? <laughs> <laughs> some silly question and give us three choices.
0: Current events are All people. All right,
13: we'll go current events.
0: Current events, right out of the news. You're on your own. <laughs> Thanks. Is there any physical reason Burt Reynolds and Lonnie Anderson can't reproduce, according to the New York Daily News? This is current events. Is
13: there any reason Burt Reynolds... Any physical reason... <laughs> any physical reason Burt... Burt Reynolds
0: and Lonnie Anderson... Can't. And Lonnie Anderson can't reproduce
13: <laughs> is this a yes or no question
0: it's a yes or no question oh we got a half a chance then
12: now i did happen to read on the front of one of those magazines that you read on your checkout line sure
0: sure right the one that you bought and threw <laughs> <your back. laughs>
12: that that apparently she's had a couple of miscarriages
0: well i also know that they're
13: talking about adopting so that would seem to substantiate what you just said
0: but a physical reason physical reason Like maybe you can't get close enough to (laughs) (laughs) it. Never mind. No, that couldn't be that. Is there any physical reason Burt Reynolds and Lonnie Anderson can't reproduce?
13: I'm inclined to say yes.
12: Sure.
0: Or should we rethink it? (laughs)
12: Maybe we should rethink this.
0: Okay. What, what, uh, I didn't hear what, from Vicky in this whole thing. I don't know. And, uh,
13: she's looking at uh, recent magazines she, right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> she's coming through Midnight there in the Inquirer.
13: No, no. We already went through those in Burnham.
0: Yeah, okay. So we need an answer now. Do you think there is or there isn't? I
12: think maybe the answer is no. All right. What... <laughs>
0: What's, what you, what's, I, what's Michael's face I don't doing know. It? She's looking <laughs> at me, and she's jumping up and down and hopping his around. His face yeah, is I'm
12: doing two. strange things.
0: I'm, I'm fe- twitching is all that is. It's the lights. Why well, we, we have, have lights hand hand and radio, I'll never you know.
13: You see his face, so you have to really see uh, what's happening.
0: All right. Well, it's really knowledge here that's important, not my face. <laughs>
5: well,
13: when knowledge fails...
0: Well... There's Sakai. LAUGHTER <laughs> <laughs> This show is getting out of hand, and I, I think, uh, I'd i like to say goodbye to all of you on public radio. And, uh, I, I really do... physical I, reason Burt Reynolds and Lonnie Anderson can't reproduce now, let's attack this question and get an answer. The answer is...
12: Go ahead, Vic. I'll take think, your answer. I think
13: we should say yes.
12: All right. Yes.
0: No, there isn't. There is no... Oh! I'm, and, I'm, and I apologize for what my face was doing, <laughs> but... Uh, well, you owe uh, John here 100 bucks. right off it'll, the bat. it in the mail. Yeah, the check's in the mail, and of course you are our audience here for their time and for their wasted effort here at cheering you on. There's uh, no physical reason they can't, but they are adopting, I guess. And this is based on all the latest uh, stories from the National Enquirer, which I just read on the way out of the <laughs> checkout line while they're scanning. But uh, So I'm sorry you, you lose the treasure trove, which was fabulous this week. <laughs>
1: Oh, well. But we do have something for you. We have a small consolation prize, Michael. For some uh, ghastly fun, you'll all be grossed out with the Mad Ball that resembles Ozzy Osbourne by the Amtoy Corporation of (laughs) Woodbury, New York, and we'll send those to you.
0: Everyone gets a Mad Ball. That's right.
1: Oh, that's fun, too, isn't it?
0: Thank you. That's not so bad. Vic, Vicky, and Sandy. Thank you very much. Thank you. Sandy, thanks for being here. I almost had it there, and Vic and Vicky, thank you for playing. I'll keep you on hold here for a minute.
1: Support for What Do You Know comes from NPR member stations and the NPR Arts and Performance Fund. Contributors include the National Endowment for the Arts, the John D. and Catherine T. MacArthur Foundation, and the Atlantic, a monthly magazine of public affairs, literature, and the arts. If you wish to qualify for the quiz and play by telephone, send us your name, address, and phone numbers to What Do You Know, 821 University Avenue, Madison, Wisconsin, 53706.
0: Well, that's kind of sad. Isn't that the second week that's happened in a row now? Because we had the treasure trove. Wasn't it last right. week? Last yes. question, and they, uh, I think it was the same question, too. <laughs> Kurt Reynolds and Lonnie Anderson, there's obviously no physical reason. Because they both, and they have adopted now. They're, they have adopted, and uh, so we're, we're happy for them, of course, yes, of course. Not to make light of that situation at all.
2: No, not at all. Not at all. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, gentlemen, here's your chance to uh, liven up the proceedings here. Oh, okay. Don't <laughs> blow it. John Tooling, Jeff Eccles.
1: You know is produced by wisconsin public radio for national public radio producer michael feldman associate producer Ruth Ann bestman with production assistance from lyle anderson and we have more show
0: coming up including the town of the week so i genuinely hope that you will stay tuned
1: Public Radio. 60 years. And Hoyta Lumber and Components Green Bay, providing components, materials, custom components, and constructive building solutions for contractors in Wisconsin, Illinois, and Minnesota. Wisconsin weather for this afternoon, mostly sunny and pleasant. Highs ranging from the mid-70s to the mid-80s, a little bit cooler near Lake Michigan. Overnight, partly cloudy skies in the northwestern corner of the state. Otherwise, fair skies. Lows dipping into the upper 40s to near 60 degrees. It's 11 o'clock. You're listening to Wisconsin Public Radio. Now back to What Do You Know with Michael Feldman. From Overbrook, Pennsylvania to Port Arthur, Texas, it's What Do You Know with Michael Feldman from National Public Radio. I'm your announcer, Jim Packard. That's John Tulane on piano and Jeff Eccles on bass. In this hour of What Do You Know? Thanks for the memos, the What Do You Know? quiz, and a salute to Thedford, Nebraska. What Do You Know? is made possible in part by Victor Allen's Coffee and Tea, fine coffee, beans, and tea, brewing accessories, and imported chocolates and cookies, Madison, Milwaukee, and the world. Now, the man who's a man, yes he am, and can't help but love you so, Michael Feldman.
0: Well, thank you very much for that restrained applause. I appreciate that. So, the kind of mail I get here. uh, uh, Dear Michael, cowbirds lived with buffalo herds and laid their eggs in buffalo manure until buffalo ceased to exist. And Mother Nature did her best to keep cowbirds from endangered list, which was... Laying their eggs in another's nest. Does that all rhyme or not? That might be rhyme there. Uh, hate to see any bird get a bad rap. I must say said something about cowbirds. So You've got to be very careful what you say around here. So yeah. What did I say about them? That they laid birds and laid eggs in other people's. Uh... I didn't mention the buffalo, and I'm sorry about that. So. And here's another one uh, Dear Michael Feldman, I've noticed uh, on listening to your show that your audience laughs at almost anything you say. <laughs> oh, I don't know if that's true. <laughs> I laugh at a little more than half of your ad-libs and slightly less of your written stuff. <laughs> Which brings me to ask you, does tooling make faces behind your back or do you twist balloons while you talk? <laughs> smart guy. David Moreau here is a smart guy who wrote this one. No, actually, we do have a mechanical device. Uh, that's, it's called a prod, actually.
2: <laughs> and, it's attached uh, to every chair.
0: Yeah, no, we, well, we, we do use a little uh, device here. It's a thing that lights up for, for laughter. It's a little laughter device here. and so. <laughs> And uh, actually you can't see it from where you're sitting so that was an ad lib wasn't it But uh, <laughs> thank you very much uh, when that goes on no that's the applause sign can we try just the laughter light now just, uh, for example if I say the Ayatollah Khomeini <laughs> that's how that works see, that's pretty good okay answer that question and here's a gentleman who sent me complaining about the uh, what is this Some, a farming problem a bureaucratic memo here uh, he received... Uh, it says, Dear Wheat Oats Barley Participant, which, uh, I don't know what that means. This is... Notify that the financial deficiency payments for small grains have been issued by Kansas City Management Office. Your check for $5.74... The check was for $5.74, but because it is under nine ninety-nine, the check was voided. <laughs> if you still wish to receive your payment, please call or write our office to request a check. Well, sincerely, etc. And uh, the, the farmer in question here from Peshtigo Uh, writes, I don't understand any of this. I did grow 16 acres of red wheat three years ago, and last year let the land lay fallow for lack of ideas. (laughs) There is in this memo a nice clarification, but from there the logic seems to falter. Why are charges below $9.99 arbitrarily not paid for? And of course, $574 is less than $9.99. Who wouldn't want $574 if they had it coming, or almost coming? All this letter, writing and issuing a check and voiding a check I didn't even know about and offer a reiss- to reissue a check in response to my inevitable request has got to cost more than just boosting my payment up to a level where they can feel good about sending me a check. <laughs> what in the world is payment for in the first place? Also, what is a deficiency payment? Who has the deficiency? Could this be libelous? <laughs> so, yes, this is uh, from uh, Marvin uh, Bellwitt in Peshtigo, Wisconsin. I have... Uh, he says, uh, "You're you're a kind of fan and regular listener. If I forget to turn you off following Saturday Music by Request program, now well, that's a really good show. Okay, All right. I remain confused, possibly deficient. Marvin Bowling. Why can't we help? Them? Can't help out in there in the deficiency payments? But uh, you can't let your land lie fallow, and you still get trouble from the government. You can't win. But we do have a memo sent in by an actual listener in the actual listening audience. Uh, time once again. That's right for. <laughs> Why are you sitting there looking at me?
2: Well, you started that memo, and it was a memo, and then you just read it, and I didn't want to interrupt That wasn't a memo. That was a
0: letter. That was a letter, and this oh, is I a memo. Is. When you hear the, the key phrase, actual oh, memo, oh, you should oh, salivate an and start to memo. play the piano. Actual memo. And this is from an actual listener They're from Circuit Court of uh, Cook County, Illinois, Juvenile Division in Chicago, memorandum. Uh, To all juvenile court judges, all court staff, and liaison agencies from the Director of Court Services regarding the change in calendar assignment for cases from Chicago Police Districts 8 and 21, it reads as follows, effective July 5. All new petitions from Chicago Police District 8 will be assigned to Calendar 9, and all new petitions from Chicago Police District 21 will be assigned to Calendar 14. District 8 cases currently in Calendar 2 and District 21 cases currently in Calendar 3 will remain on those calendars until the next court date, at which time, if a continuance is necessary, the case will be continued to Calendar 9 or Calendar 14, respectively, in the discretion of the Calendar 2 or Calendar 3
1: judge. There you have it. It's all clear to me. Thanks for that, memo. And, Jim, where can they send those uh, memos? Uh, Send all of those memos to thanks for the memos. Mike Feldman, What Do You Know, 821 University Avenue, Madison, Wisconsin, 53706. Did you see that uh, the Soviets said that Brezhnev was actually dead
0: for the last six years in office? (laughs) Which is not the the record for a leader of a major Western uh, power, actually. (laughs) Seven and a half? Yeah, I think it's up to seven and a half now, isn't it? (laughs) What else is happening? Uh, debates. I guess uh, they're going to have finally the debates. Uh, they're going to be moderated by Roger Mudd, and the candidates are going to sling him back and forth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> kind of an Olympic event, in keeping with the fact they're being preempted by Olympics one day and the seventh game of the World Series <laughs> the next. So that forget <laughs> That's a good way to do debates, though. And Premier Deng, I guess, of China endorsed Bush. But 30 minutes later, he endorsed someone else. You know how that <laughs> And did you read where the uh, government officials was talking about the... Uh, uh, legalizing marijuana for medicinal use it's a perfect timing, just as the baby boomers corneas start to ripen we so this will be the drug of choice going into the 2000s well of course that's news that isn't some additional news that isn't and uh, you say you want music you say you want music from your radio show well, we have okay that's resounding that must have been taped here that must have been taped here John uh, you look a lot uh, thinner than you used to I don't know why I, my glasses, I think, I actually. Something wrong with my glasses here. But, but you've been losing weight now. You've been on a regimen? No, and I realized trying to do some sit ups. and Yeah. Weren't you telling me that you're actually getting muscle beneath your fat now? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the muscles underneath your fat. People have the wrong
2: image that they think I'm really overweight when they meet me in person. They go, well, you know, But you're
0: tall, you know. If you That's were solid. short, you'd be a lot fatter than you No, But you're about 6'3", something like that, 6'3", right? 6'3", yeah. Yeah, and so the fact that you weigh 300 so pounds <laughs> is really evenly distributed over most of your girth there. Well, yeah. come but and look for yourself. That's all I can You Really, if you have the stomach for it, he certainly does. <laughs> and, of course, Jeff is just so svelte there. He always stays, he's always uh, thin. Do you, do you work out, Jeff? I mean, besides nodding your head when you play, is that, uh, does that do it for you? Is that... Your neck is very thin, I noticed. The rest of you is a little plump, but the neck is very thin. It's pencil thin. Yeah, yeah. Pencil neck, yes. That's, uh, I've heard that enough in my childhood. I don't want to recount those memories. But gentlemen, uh, you play music, and that's the important thing. That's why you're here, as a matter of fact. Yes, uh, that's
2: why we're here.
0: We aside from uh, lending a little personality to the show.
2: Yeah, very little.
0: <laughs> what are you going to do this uh, time? This is called Alice in Wonderland. Alice in Wonderland. Very nice, John Tulane, Jeff Eccles. Thank you. Alice in Wonderland. Very nice. Very. That was very nice. Thanks. Yeah, and you read sheet music on it. I so was so proud of, of you.
2: <laughs> well, I usually memorize my stuff, but I just didn't quite get around to it this week. Yeah, no, I didn't know
0: you could do that. <laughs> I mean, I've never seen you use sheet music before. Can I well, have once looks like twice. It? That's nice. That's, uh, I can tell D7, G7, E7. Yeah, you got that. <laughs> G7, E7, do A7, okay? D7. G7 C major 7 yeah that's kind of confusing well yeah you're supposed yeah. to be playing minor then you're really yeah because it goes to C major 7 then it goes to F major 7 right then you get that F sharp right that's the yeah. tricky part that's, I like that part okay <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the hell I'm talking about I never took music Jeff I should say hello to you Jeff because we never get a chance to hear from you since we have no mic and we keep meaning to get you one but uh, how are you just fine. about five pounds in that number, I noticed. Yeah, I think I lost it in my neck. <laughs> nice pants. I'm glad you didn't bother dressing for this. It's got these terrible looking jeans with holes in the knees and they're not even fashionable looking holes in the knee there. I guess not. I need some outside support. You do,
5: right? Okay, well,
0: why don't you get a job, huh? <laughs> musician for a living. Isn't that ridiculous? That's a hobby. That's not a living. Where's Bree? Bree Hughes. Bree Hughes is here against her will, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Is that true? Yes. You were dragged here? (laughs) What stupid idea was it? My mother's. Does your mother have a lot of stupid ideas? Yes. Would you say this is uh, on a scale from 1 to 10 with stupid ideas? Where would you put this one? Five. It's right in the middle of stupid. She's had worse ideas. (laughs) Yes. Really? Volleyball games. Volleyball games? (laughs) like making you play? No. They use you for the ball or what? (laughs) No. Somebody spike you over the net? (laughs) This is pretty stupid though, huh?
6: No, it's not stupid. It's just... No, it's all right. You can
0: say it's stupid if it's stupid. <laughs> I think it's pretty stupid. As long as it works, I'm going to do it, though. And <laughs> you know, I'm making some money at it, so what the heck? It's not so stupid. could be worse. I mean, you're not paid, so that's stupid. <laughs> I mean, you're just sitting here doing nothing and hating it, right?
6: <laughs> I don't hate it.
0: Well, you don't like it, let's face it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a nice name, though, Bree. I like that. Uh, I don't. You don't really? Is it because...
6: They got it from a book. <laughs>
0: From a book? I thought they got it from a cheese. That's not. Yeah. I
5: suppose you
0: get a lot of that joke. Yeah. Like, where's your sister, Cheddar? <laughs> yeah, you get compared to a runny cheese, it's not really the best thing in the world. But if you were to name yourself, what would you call yourself? I don't know. Yeah. Have you complained to your parents about this naming?
6: Yes. Uh huh. And what it's do the they tell same.
0: you?
6: Shut up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I like that. I like the way kids are raised nowadays with the, the iron hand here. Now, who chose the name Brie? I did. Yeah. From a book?
6: Well, it, sort of. I was reading Toykin's trilogy, and Bree is the name of a town. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: Name of a troll or something? <laughs>
6: <laughs> it's name of a town. After
0: a troll? Can you imagine that? How's that for parental cruelty? Name of your daughter after a troll. Name of a town?
6: It's yeah. It's a Welsh. It's an old Welsh name.
0: Uh-huh. Are you old uh, in Welsh?
6: No. <laughs> you have
0: a Welsh background?
6: Um, uh, probably somewhere. I think we all do somewhere. Uh-huh. Well, what's your name? Carol Hughes.
0: Carol. So that's a nice name, Carol. Would you prefer a more of a name like Carol or? Yeah. Mary. Or something like that
10: Tammy or I don't
6: know. Tammy
0: oh does yeah. <laughs> that make your skin crawl Is the name Tammy then you like if your name is Tammy you have to have polyester hair <laughs> but you're very cute though uh, and you are uh, you're back in school now right mm-hmm. you hate it
10: no, no I, like it? I hate some things
6: uh-huh. what like,
10: like algebra
0: algebra is bad and you never use it no. no there's no way in the world of using algebra once you leave school have you noticed that who has used algebra here in later life? Well, you, sir. <laughs> yeah, how did you use algebra? I don't believe this. What'd you use it for?
1: I'm a textbook editor.
0: <laughs> well, that's <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the only if you Edit textbooks, that's the only way. Otherwise you'll never use it. Tell your teacher that you're never gonna use this and just walk out of class. Okay. okay. And tell Mike Feldman said so. That's where my eyes went bad in algebra class. I think it was the equations. Did you have a point, John, when you first realized that you couldn't see the blackboard? Or that's, when
2: I, that's when my eyes went bad, too. Algebra? algebra yeah.
0: See, that's all it does is ruin your eyes, trying to <laughs> X squared plus Y squared. You can, I was sitting right in front, and I couldn't understand what was going on. Yeah, you have to move right up and touch. You get your chalk on your nose after a while trying to... Well, I got glasses, and that didn't really help a whole lot. No, you still didn't understand it, right? But right, I think I, it's... I kind of did, yeah. yeah. I did. Yeah. What kind of textbooks do you do?
13: Well, right now I'm doing a series of books for adults who don't have their high school diploma. Uh-huh. So that they can study and earn their GED yeah. equivalent, and yeah. there's a, one one of the books in this series is uh, is a math
0: skills book yeah. and algebra is very useful, right?
13: Well, it would be very useful to someone, I suppose, who was doing some kind of technical work. I suppose, and who would that be? So, Nobody that I know. These engineers
8: back So here. why they make us all? Easy.
0: Thank you. I'm glad you feel that way. I seriously do. I'm very glad you feel that way. But you can figure like the circumference of a pizza. I think that's cool. Yes. Using logarithms or something. I don't know how you do that, but, uh, and then you get the biggest piece that way. But you. Yeah, ask your I beg your pardon? Ask your radio engineer. Ask him what? Does he need it to. Uh, to... These guys don't even have their GED. What are you talking about? <laughs> they wouldn't give them the equivalent. They couldn't. Uh, no, there's, there's no way. All right, Carol Hughes is here from uh, uh, Mon- the Montana Boonies, it says here. Oh, that's Carol Hughes right there. <laughs> Hi, Carol, I understand you have a daughter named Bree. Yes. <laughs> this show makes you stupid. She's right about this. Do they, do they live near Kalispell? No, All right, so I didn't put these two together, but uh, this is Carol Hughes here. Hi, Carol, how are you? Okay. Uh, are you Welsh by any chance?
6: <laughs> I think we all are somewhere.
0: <laughs> all right. Remind me never to bet with you then. in that case. Uh, you are, do you, are you from Montana? You... I'm from
6: Montana, yes. And I'm back there as often as I possibly can get back there, so. Can you raise? In Montana.
0: You raise in Montana. No, but you raise something out there, right?
6: Oh, do I raise something? Oh, I want to. I want to move back to the mountains and raise oats and llamas. Uh-huh.
0: And, and Bree's going to love that, isn't she? <laughs> Are you excited about that, Bree?
10: No. I'd rather move to Chicago or New York or someplace like that.
0: Hollywood, maybe, I think, is where you should be. <laughs> you could be a child star if you don't get any older. <laughs> but don't you want to live out in the wilds of Montana with just uh, uh, llamas for friends? No. <laughs> <laughs> See, she doesn't want to go
6: I know she doesn't She lets me know that Every chance she gets What's
0: the point in raising kids Now you give them All the values right? You inculcate them If that's a word With values And what do they do They turn around And they want to be named Tammy <laughs> That's
6: <right>. Mini yuppie <laughs> So what's the,
0: what's the trick then so, I know your kids The same way Kids in the front row there Very insolent kids I know <laughs> What's the trick then do you, do you teach them Should you teach them Everything you don't believe in So they will come around And then believe in The Opposite and which you want to believe in?
6: I really don't know. If I could figure that out, I probably wouldn't be an unemployed counselor.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This all fits together now. We got an unemployed counselor raising children who don't want to be their children. Okay, that's fine. Anyhow, that's the Hughes family. Pretty well settled that. Joe Maher is here. Maher? Maher. Maher. Oh, how are you? You're the the music guy, huh? Yeah. Is that right? How are you? You always wanted to meet Paul Harvey? I thought this was the Paul Harvey show. <laughs> <laughs> Good day. <laughs> Paul Harvey tape back there? No, no, okay. I, I brought my friend from San Francisco, Jim Dunn. I noticed they left. There's oh, no one to... sitting right over across the aisle right there. We have a few vacancies here this morning. If you still want to rush down here, we do have a few. We can probably squeeze you in. I don't know where everybody is. Everyone leave town? I thought vacation time was over. This is the last fling, I suppose, everyone is having.
5: It's
1: a, it's a happy crowd that's here today.
5: Yeah,
0: and you're a great crowd. Give yourselves a big round of applause. Alright, now give yourselves a big pat on the back. Would you do that? Alright, now stand up and hop on one leg. Yeah? Okay, I just want to see how far we can take this. Nice to have you here. Any requests for the uh, band here, such as we have? They're, they're wonderful. Notice how they read sheet music. I was really impressed. I wasn't aware that, uh, that John could do that. No, we were very impressed with him. He has all talents that we don't know about. Uh, Bruce Ku Bruce chemical 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 chemical
1: yeah it's of german
0: uh origin You'd never know it was of german origin actually it's k-u-e-h-m-i-c-h-e-l chemical
1: yes it is yeah, um down.
0: my students call me mr k yeah okay <laughs> bruce bruce the k huh? yes they they say okay yeah what do you teach um uh, i'm an imc director on uh, library skills library skills a growing field Sometimes fascinating field, kind of a sexy, fast-paced field. Uh, I pretty much can do what I want to in there. Access to all the film strips you'll ever want in your life. Um, once in a while, it slips out. I say strip films. So, oh, all sure, right. The kids get to giggle out of that. I bet. Uh, I haven't tried it on, the, on my my current group, but yeah, yeah. I, I'll think about that. And these your offspring here? Yes, they They're are. Chewing whatever that green slime is. <laughs> They love their green slime, don't they, these kids?
1: Uh, sometimes they're out of control. Yeah.
0: Yes. Did you teach them Latin at an early age and uh, try to... Uh... A yeah. little a little Spanish. Yeah? You know a little Spanish? Yeah. What's oh, no,
10: your name? no, dos tres cuatro cinco.
0: That's a little... <laughs> Sam the Sham knows that much. That is... <laughs> You'd think a person like this would have educated children, and all I can do is count to... Uh, and all you've been doing is chewing gum all this time. Yeah. <laughs> you worried about your teeth?
10: No.
5: Probably because
0: he said you're going to lose anyhow, right? The... <laughs> Thanks for spitting on me with that (laughs) one. Never laugh at someone with gum in your mouth because you end up spitting on them. Hasn't your your father taught you a thing here? Mr. K here? (laughs) Yeah. How does it feel being the son of Mr. K? Not bad. Really? Do you get a lot of notoriety for (laughs) it? I don't know. Don't they say to you, is your father the weird guy who says strip films instead of film strips? (laughs) Mm. I haven't heard him say it. Yeah, well, now you've heard him. And uh, what's your name? Aaron. Aaron, and you are... Leah. Leah, you get along, do you? No. <laughs> yeah. Not really. No. But pretty much hate each other? Is that the story? Hmm. You pretty much hate each other? Yes. It's just a stage you're going through. Really? Next 30 or 40 years. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. a big stage, Michael. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what, what is it that you, uh, what, anything you disagree about in particular? Everything. Everything?
10: Yeah. You mean like politics? Yep. <laughs> really?
0: You're a Republican? He's a
10: Democrat? <laughs> yep. <laughs> I try not to get involved. Really? Yeah.
0: You are a Republican. Are you a Bush <laughs> supporter? No. <laughs> oh, you're not, okay. Well, what do you argue about there? Um, Besides everything.
10: Lots of things. <laughs> yeah.
0: Give me one thing. What's wrong with this person who's your sister?
10: Um, oh, the lyrics on, in songs, that's what we argue about. <laughs>
0: what do you argue, what do you mean? What they mean? Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like George Michael?
10: <laughs> well. <laughs> father
0: figure, have a problem with that one?
10: Yeah. Um, yeah, well, I can see it. like uh, Michael Jackson.
0: Yeah. What he's saying or what yeah, what it means?
10: He yeah. what he's saying. What he's saying. He
0: doesn't know either, Michael Jackson, I don't think. <laughs> I don't think he does. He gets
10: confused a lot. <laughs> he
0: does. You don't. you don't, of course. Of course. Of course not.
5: No, he does. He does. <laughs> now,
0: which one of you gets confused? I don't know. <laughs> i got to get away from this family stuff here. It's driving me crazy. Okay, they are genuine family uh, people, though. We have the director of the Iowa Polls here, actually, for the Des Moines Register. Hello. Where is uh, J. Ann Seltzer? Hi, how are you?
9: I'm good. How are you? Good. What's the least
0: favorite vegetable in Iowa?
9: Oh, it, I think it would be, um, I can't remember the name of it. <laughs> no. Is it long and green? No. no my mind is a complete break. Uh, celery. Celery is the least favorite?
0: Is that a change from zucchini? Because I could have sworn it was zucchini one time.
9: We hate celery. We love Jello. we hate celery. <laughs> yeah, so
0: Jello would be the number one.
9: In Des Moines, yes. Yeah.
0: we is that we a are... main course in Iowa, or is that a dessert?
9: I, n- I never see it on the menu in restaurants where I go. No. But apparently we are the top consumers of Jello.
0: But if you put Jello with mush- with mushrooms on it. <laughs> with marshmallows on it. Then that's an entree, right? That's the way I understand.
9: Unless it has celery in it. Yeah, yeah celery is. Little-
0: what else have you discovered by doing this poll?
9: Um, who people are going to vote for? What what they think about men who are bald or balding? Um,
0: are they sexy? Is that the question?
9: Well, women basically say it depends on the man as to whether they're more attractive or less attractive. Men think they're definitely less attractive, so they're they're insecure about it. And men,
0: how do they feel about women who are balding?
9: Well, we did we didn't ask that question. I, so, yeah, I lost. So sexist. I hate that. <laughs> You're always making assumptions in these. Happy to ask that question, but I lost out to the poll committee. <laughs> and you did ask about dead. Uh... Musicians. Dead rock
0: musicians. That was, and, and who do they miss the most in Iowa?
9: Well, surprisingly, they don't miss Sid Vicious the most. They miss Elvis Presley. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you would have picked Sid, huh?
9: Well, there were a few who said, including uh, a healthy percentage of the 65 and over group, who said that they really were affected by Sid Vicious's death. <laughs>
0: <laughs> See, Iowa, surprising Iowa. That's what they should put on the license plate. So. Well, nice to have you here. We use that poll all the time, actually. For... Pardon me?
9: Uh-oh. You're getting it free.
0: We haven't paid for it? Oh, yes. Well, uh, <laughs> that's, a, that's a billing error. i uh, we'll have to talk to the person. Uh, I could have sworn that I, I, I through Ruth that, Ann is in charge of that, that form. Ruth Ann, yeah. Uh, Ruth Ann will see to that. Thank you very much. Okay, fine. Any other uh, creditors in the audience here? <laughs> Student loan? I paid that, honest. Okay. I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to play the What Do You Know quiz. This is the second round of it. If you didn't get a chance the first time. Here's your chance. This round. Let's see the hands of those of you... Who'd like to try your hands? The What Do You Know quiz. As you know, it's a general knowledge quiz. I'll tell you, it's hard to resist a man who's natally attired as you are, sir, in your, in your Bucky Badger red sweatshirt with a big W and Bucky on front there. And uh, you a football fan, are
11: you? Well, I'm practicing to be a, uh, a Wisconsinite.
0: I just moved here. Oh,
11: you're from out of state.
0: The only people who wear those are from out of state. I wouldn't be caught dead in one of those. And, uh, what's your name? A Wisconsinite. Wisconsin Wisconsinite. Wisconsinian. No, no. Or Wisconsiner you could say. Wisconsinite, you are. Bill O'Donnell. Bill O'Donnell. Where are you from, Bill? Uh, New Jersey. From New Jersey to Wisconsin. Isn't that nice? A convert. A convert. And, Bill, why would you like to play this round of the What Do You Know quiz?
11: Uh, I've been listening to you on the radio for a while, and I kind of like it. Okay, good. Sounds a little tentative. <laughs> well, why don't you sort of join us up here, then? You... I mean, what...
0: Feel like it, kinda. Of. So it's Bill, then, is it? Right. Dressed all out here in Bucky red, and uh, you got pennants in your room now on the walls. And no, I haven't gotten them
11: yet. Yeah. I'm working on it. Have you? Is it a big adjustment coming from New Jersey to Wisconsin? Well, the fresh air bothers me. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you don't have things washing up on the beach here, either.
0: No syringes. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. No. You've got to search I, for those.
11: Yeah, no. I, I miss it. Yeah. What, what part of New Jersey are you from? Uh, I was born in Jersey City. Jersey City. Jersey,
0: Jersey City. <laughs> Someone out there reacted the same way. Jersey City. Which I guess is supposed to be, I read at one point, and now was the densest population in America. I could believe that. Yeah. Speaking of, not of the rank and file, I don't mean, <laughs> but I mean of the population. <laughs> population density. New Jersey gets a bad rap, though. Really, there are some very yeah, beautiful yeah. parts of New Jersey, sure. but no one lives
11: in them. Sure, they uh, for some reason. The United States equestrian team practices in uh, Bedminster, New Jersey. Yeah, a little-known fact. Yeah.
0: Well, now we know that, and I'll uh, probably turn up in the quiz a little later on in the year, so I'll put that down. Equestrian team. Right. Okay. We note of that. Saves me a little research. What the heck.
5: Okay. <laughs>
11: Uh, Bill, what uh, line of work are you in? Right now, none. Uh, I'm a uh, teacher. Uh, so are the unemployment benefits job. better here? Is that the uh, idea? <laughs> <laughs> no, I fact, I'm not collecting right now. I'm looking for a job.
0: Uh-huh. You're not collecting. You're looking for a job. What field are you in Do you need in, some maybe? help here? <laughs> uh, obviously, I do, but uh, I don't know if you can help me or not. Uh, what field are you in?
11: Uh, well, I'm a teacher, but I'm trying to get out of that, mm-hmm. going into uh, uh, management. Management? Yes. With the quotation marks in the yes. air?
0: <laughs> what is... Manage it exactly. When it's Telling people what to do. All right, fine. Well, there's a lot of need for that, I would yeah, say, yeah. in various places. I hope so. Yeah, no one runs this place that so we can find, anyhow. <laughs> I mean, public radio in general. There was a guy, but he doesn't live here anymore. We don't know what happened to him. Still runs, though. Most places just run under their own uh, inertia, anyhow, isn't it? Sure. Or initiative. Like killing the general, the uh, army goes on. Yeah. yeah. So is someone supporting you
11: for,
7: in
0: this uh, interim?
11: Uh, Yes.
7: Yeah.
0: Is this the lucky woman here? Yes. <laughs> yeah. You don't mind, though, right? No. You don't care if he sits around the house all day, watches soap operas? And no. Yeah. How long are you going to put up with this? <laughs> <laughs>
5: Next Friday.
0: Okay, <laughs> hey, you got one week. She's giving me a one-way uh, bus ticket back to New Jersey. Okay, Bill, well, it's nice to have you here, <clears throat> and uh, we wish you well in Wisconsin. Hope you find some work. What were you teaching? Something in business?
11: Uh. I was teaching uh, at a Catholic school in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Uh, we moved from New Jersey to Chicago. Now I see. To here.
0: Well, that was part of the...
11: It was Adjustment an period. step right? Okay. <laughs> All right, uh, Bill, you know how this works.
0: General knowledge quiz. Yes. Someone out there plays along with you by answering a qualifying question. Our number here.
1: Area code 608-263-4141. You can call us collect. That's right. So
0: you don't have to answer this, but someone out there does. It's a people question, and you have to do an estimate here. If you get within a couple, we'll give it to you. On a block with 20 houses, how many don't have grills? That's the question. This is on... <laughs> A national average. On a block with 20 houses, how many don't have grills? If you think you know, that's grills. now, not girls. Uh, 608-263-4141. Give us a call here. On a block with 20 houses, how many don't have grills? According to the national average. We're talking your smoky Joes here typically, I believe. And uh, we've got uh, in Fairbanks, Alaska, Randy, how are you?
15: Very good. I can barely hear you, Michael.
0: I said uh, in Fairbanks, Alaska, we've got Randy. How are you? Hello. Is that better? We are good. Yeah, nice to have you on the line with us. Randy, uh, what do you do in Fairbanks?
15: I work for a construction firm as uh, an estimator and a manager of construction projects.
0: An estimator. That's good. It means you don't have to do the actual work, right? You just... No,
15: no, no, no. I let other people do the work.
0: That's perfect. Okay. So that's kind of the work you're looking for, too, here. (laughs) Uh, Randy, here is the question. On a block with 20 houses, how many don't have grills?
15: How many do not have grills? You're referring to barbecues?
0: Barbecues, yes.
15: I would say that six do not have grills.
0: Six is exactly on the head. The answer. Now, I should explain, we have a little bit of a satellite uh, delay on this call here, so there may be some uneasy pauses between our communications. Don't, let, don't panic. Right, Randy?
15: I'll hang in there.
0: Okay. Randy, this is Bill. Hi, Randy. Hi, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the way pretty much it's going to go. So, <laughs> But that's okay. We like having Fairbanks on the line with us. Uh, Randy, you know how this uh, quiz works? Yes, sir. Okay. It's a general knowledge. As you know, the two of you collaborate. You get three right out of five, and you win. I'm going to let you pick the first category, Randy. Uh, we have current events, people, places, things you should have learned in school, science, or odds, and ends. What would you like? Current events. Current events. Okay. Right out of the news, John Denver reports he was approached by a Soviet agent regarding which of the following A, his family in the old country, B, recording country roads in Russian, (laughs) or C, being blasted into orbit.
11: John Denver. I think that's got to be B, wouldn't you say? He wants to go up on one of the uh, Soviet space flights. So it's being blasted into orbit. Uh, uh, can
15: you speak up, Phil? I'm having a hard time hearing you. He
11: wants to be blasted into orbit, Randy. Trust me. Oh. He's All from right. New Jersey. He's not used to breathing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so he says C, you say B. Randy, you uh, got to agree on, a, on an answer here.
15: I'll trust Phil here. Sounds like he's got this one under control.
0: <laughs> C, you say? Yes. That's right. Being blasted into orbit. <laughs> and... Uh, John Denver is already ported for his uh, physical, his pre flight physical in, uh, in Houston. Went down to get the physical thinking that they, the Russians use Houston, <laughs> apparently, to launch their missiles, but uh, they don't. Uh, he wants to go up on the Soyuz, and they, uh, apparently he's going to do it, which is fine with us. <laughs> A little uh, computer malfunction, and we're rid of him. <laughs> <laughs> what? You like John Denver? Do you? Let's we'll have a John Denver poll here for just a minute, please Those of you who appreciate and, and, and revere, let's say John Denver, would you, <laughs> would you applaud this time or thump your tail? <laughs> uh, I'm not going to ask the other side because I know what's going to happen <laughs> Opposed? Okay, fine, all right, fine Let's forget it then Sorry I brought it up All right, Bill, over to you That's one right to get two more right and you've won uh, Everything except whatever that was
1: that was current events.
0: That was current events. Uh, things you should have learned in school. Why are you just sitting there and staring at me, Bill? I know this is weird, <laughs> but help me along here, if you would. According to George Orwell, what is the ability to hold two contradictory beliefs in one's mind simultaneously and accept both of them? What's that called? Very famous.
11: Uh, Randy, do you have any idea on this one?
5: Uh, Could you repeat the question again?
0: Yeah, this is from 1984. According to George Orwell, what is the ability to hold two contradictory beliefs in one's mind and believe them both? What is that called? Famous, uh, it's one word actually, but... Boy,
15: that's got me. The only thing I can remember is doublespeak.
11: But I know that ain't it. I would say something like that's psychotic. (laughs)
0: You guys are hitting it off. Well, unless right. you're, uh, <laughs> <laughs> <big> <laughs> unless you have anything
11: better, we'll call it psychosis. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and Randy, uh, you say, Randy, what's what's your uh, guess on this one?
15: Uh, boy, well, I'm just drawing a blank. Uh, yeah. uh, sounds pretty contradictory to me. Mm-hmm.
0: But you did come up with something a little earlier, and. Uh, what was that? Uh,
15: double speak.
11: Let's go with double speak. Sure, I'll go with that.
0: Double speak is right, actually. Or double think, actually. We're gonna. It's actually double think, but think speak. So cause I don't. Uh, I speak without thinking myself, but uh, it's the same basic principle. Contradictory beliefs, and that's, that's fine. That's too right. Then uh, I, it's back to you, Randy. A category you want here? We've had uh, current events and uh, school. That leaves people, places, science, and odds and ends.
15: Let's go with people, places.
0: <laughs> well, there are two categories. <laughs>
15: oh, okay. Uh, people.
0: People. How's the weather up there, Randy? Peachy. It is? isn't. Uh, what temperature you got?
15: Oh, we're running about 55 right now and rising. Should get up to about maybe 65 today.
0: Oh, sounds nice. Okay, according to uh, research by the Kohler Company... Households with one bathroom have how much more bathroom stress than those with two or more bathrooms? <laughs> this is bathroom stress now, as studied by the Kohler people. They're saying uh, households with one bathroom have how much more bathroom stress than those with two or more bathrooms? Is it twice as much bathroom stress, three times or four times the bathroom stress? Uh, are
15: we speaking houses in general? I suppose uh, not rather limiting them to single family or single bedroom or two bedrooms.
0: That's right. What did he say?
15: (laughs) (laughs) And I'd I'd go for uh, double stress, Phil. How about you?
11: Twice sounds good to me.
0: Well, it sounds good to me, too, but it's four times the stress, according to this. It's actually geometric in terms of of bathroom stress that people... (laughs) to get rid of those carts you know i tried erasing him one time i tried smashing him another <laughs> and time. and mislabeling them i mislabeled them so that the uh, horse came out the president one time and uh, but it doesn't nothing does any good all right so that's just one wrong uh, uh, don't worry you still got uh, what two more chances to get another one right and win it uh back to you uh bill what category would you like what do we have left good question places places that's one we have left you're right Alright, uh, New York City Were more people bitten by penguins or lionfish In New York City in 1987 This is a survey of bites Penguins or what? Lionfish
15: Lionfish
11: Lionfish and Since lionfish That sounds like a kind of a tropical fish I don't think you'd find too many in New York uh, I'd have to go with uh, penguins <laughs> somebody was Some kid was eating of you'd at you'd find a, a zoo in New York and, uh, yeah. Recently <laughs> Eaten by a penguin? A no. no, he's eaten by a bear. What do you think, Bill? Don't change the subject, Bill. We're talking about uh, penguins. I would say penguin bites are a problem in New York. I agree. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's lionfish, it's lionfish. Two to one. Uh, two people
0: are bitten by a lionfish, and one by a penguin. As a matter of fact, in all of New York City, so the odds are really against it. Lionfish, lionfish. Thanks. Or were you yawning, Rick? I'm sorry. (laughs) We're two and two right now. This is the deciding uh, question. Uh, Everything rests upon it. Get it right, you win. Get it wrong, you lose. Randy, it's Uh back to you. We have science and odds and ends. Let's go with odds and ends. Odds and ends. All right, if you want to be president, you had best be what? Presbyterian, Methodist, or Episcopalian? This is uh, based on odds uh, uh, developed from the list of presidents and their religions. I
5: think it's Jewish, isn't it? <laughs>
0: I think the odds are against you if you're Jewish at the present time. That could change, though, by the next election. Presbyterian, Methodist, or Episcopalian? What's your best bet? I
15: don't know, I don't know Phil. What do you think? I'd be to I, go with Methodist.
11: I was thinking uh, Episcopalian. I don't know. What do you think? Maybe we better go with Methodist. He's uh, he's batting better than I. Presbyterian, am right now.
0: Methodist, or Episcopalian are the three choices
11: once again. Want to go with oh, uh, Methodist, Randy? Well,
15: either Methodist. How about Presbyterian?
11: Or Episcopalian, <laughs> uh, just to round it out. Okay, maybe we're both wrong. You want to go with uh, Presbyterian? Say Presbyterian. Okay, we'll say Presbyterian.
0: Did I mention there are three choices? <laughs> I don't think we better go with Presbyterian.
11: No, I'm not saying you shouldn't.
0: I just I don't know if you thought that you should just take the first one that I mentioned there. I'll read them again. Presbyterian, Methodist, or Episcopalian?
11: Maybe we better change it back to Episcopalian. Randy. <laughs> <laughs> Come in yes, on, uh, on my part, uh, uh, you're, you're, you're sensing the
15: pulse of the audience and of uh, Mr. Feldman. Uh, I think I'll let you choose between Methodist and
11: Episcopalian. Okay, Episcopalian. Episcopalian is right.
0: (laughs) By a landslide, I might add. (laughs) Ten Episcopalians to six Presbyterians to four Methodists. Actually, a total there, and Andrew Johnson had no preference. No, well, I don't know Lutheran. Probably some of these denominations would be close to Lutheran, or, but okay. uh, they don't—they're not listed as Lutheran.
2: We've so. had more presidents than that, though. You just need <laughs>
0: well, do you want all of them, or what? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> no, there are no, a couple okay. Quakers, and there were One some, uh, yeah, and there's uh, a few Baptists, and, and so don't worry about it. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you qualify, right? So, born in this country, yeah. you qualify, that's whatever right. you are, that's right. and that's because it's America. But if you're Jewish, forget it—you're not going to get in—and. Uh, <laughs> Greek Orthodox doesn't look like a good bet either at the present time so we'll see what happens but congratulations you've won the What Do You Know quiz, and we're very happy for you. And, Jim, what have they won?
1: Well, Randy, you can find yourself in the middle of stories with the likes of Boris and Natasha, Snidely Whiplash, and even Fearless Leader with the Bullwinkle and Rocky role-playing game from TSR Incorporated of Lake Geneva, Wisconsin. And, Bill, for the job interviews, wear the tie that'll make the splash with the unforgettable fish tie from Ralph Marlin of Ooh. Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Could give and the you'll each receive there, our own Just Say What Do You Know button. Congratulations to you. Well, thank yeah.
0: you. We all wear those ties here. Don't you know that? Those fish ties. Nice uh, marlin on there or something. Randy, hang on the line. We'll make sure you get your treasure trove there. Thanks for playing. Okay, thanks. Nice talking to you.
1: you Support for What Do You Know comes from NPR member stations and the NPR Arts and Performance Fund. Contributors include the National Endowment for the Arts, the John D. and Catherine T. MacArthur Foundation, and the Tandy Corporation. If you'd like to qualify to play the quiz by phone, just send us a postcard with your name, address, and phone numbers to What Do You Know, 821 University Avenue, Madison, Wisconsin, 53706. You're listening to What Do You Know with Michael Feldman.
0: And once again, would you give a big what do you know welcome to the hardest working men in show business? John Tuline and Jeff Eccles.
2: Thank you very much. Thanks a lot.
0: Hey, cook in.
2: We have we have fun,
0: yeah. Yeah, kind of a new twist in your relationship now. You guys are going to be living together. I understand. (laughs) Well, not exactly. Well, you know, that's kind of nice. I think. I like to think we brought you together, and uh, I think that's nice. And uh, what do you mean not exactly? Kind of.
2: Well, it's, yeah, one night, probably one night a week. You know.
0: Well, that's, <laughs> it'll probably last yeah, I'm longer i staying that at Jeff's house, not, you know. That's, yeah, I know, I know. House guest. I know, I know, I know. It's a very large house. Okay, well, you, maybe you'll rattle around in there, huh? <laughs> it'll be so big. Well, as, as you know, each week we honor a town, village, or burg somewhere across the U.S. Uh, on our rearranged map of the U.S., at which we've thrown a dart this week. Once again, the town of the week. Here's Jim Packard.
1: Out in our town of the week, they'll tell you not to criticize Nebraskans with your mouth full because this town answers the question, where's the beef? In the middle of the Nebraska sand hill sits the seat of Thomas County, Thedford. Wait a they tell you not to criticize Nebraska with your mouth full. Yes. <laughs> and then Did you I continue miss on there's... because this town answers the question, where's the beef? Did so... you delete
0: a phrase in there or something?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to smash personally every card in that. Well, let's go through it and then... See if the question still remains at the end. Fine, okay. The seat of Thomas County, Thedford. I just thought I missed something. That's all I'm saying. I'll work on it afterwards. No, that's okay. 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 Thedford population 313. Thedford is the center of activity for many large ranches that have been in families for four and five generations. The native grasses of the Sandhills supply food for thousands of cattle of nearly every breed, which end up as barbecue on your dinner table. And that's maybe where the question of criticizing Nebraskans with your mouthful comes from. Thedford was created in 1887 when the railroad came through and named by a railroad surveyor. There's a dispute about the origin of the name. It's either named for a town in Ontario, Canada, or for a town in England. The dispute remains unsettled because the records burned when the courthouse went up in flames in 1920. Hmm. One thing is certain, there is no other Thedford in the USA. Thedford is the home of the Nebraska Sandhills Cattle Auction, established 50 years ago with sales every Tuesday, and of the Pearson Livestock Equipment Company, which manufactures cattle chutes and other cattle handling equipment. Cultural attractions include an art gallery and the Lloyd Hamilton Museum. Folks in Thedford like to tip back their hats and caps at the Cowpoke Inn, talk about the fortunes of the high school Trojans athletic teams, and swap stories about Nebraska's answer to Paul Bunyan, Feebold, Feeboldson. It's a small town, but one not to be taken for granted. Our town of the week, Thedford, Nebraska.
0: Well, that's uh, Thedford, uh, and thank you very much, uh, Jim, for that. And uh, don't speak with your mouth full in the future. And uh, we have, of course, here the, the pages here from the phone book from uh, Thedford. And uh, we'll oh. give them a call out there to find out. Uh, beg your pardon? Nothing, nothing. Uh, speaking with a mouthful? Yeah, that's a problem. And uh, we'll give them a call out there just to find out if this is all true or not. Uh, if you would simply uh, call out a letter, any letter. R,
5: M, e. D, K, S. Z, U, T. All
0: right, see it is. <laughs> Candy Corbin. Candy Corbin sounds like a nice name. And uh, what's what's our code out there? That code is 308. 308, okay. Boy, okay, eight. <laughs> We're gonna give Candy Corbin a call in Thedford and find out, just from an insider's point of view, uh, what it's like. I feel good about this. <laughs> I don't always feel good about this, but I feel good about this one. Calling uh, the Candy Candy Corbin residence in Thedford, Nebraska. Hello. Hi, is this Candy Corbin? Uh Uh-huh. Hi, Candy. This is Mike Feldman calling from a national public radio show called What Do You Know? with Mike Feldman. And uh, we're on the air right now. Have you got a minute?
5: Well, I guess so.
0: Okay. Uh, We got an audience here, and that's who you hear in the background. But this is all for real. I'll tell you why we're calling. We're honoring Thedford as our Town of the Week. Uh, We picked it at random, and uh, we've heard a little bit about it. And we thought we'd call someone from the town and and just find out uh, what it's like to live there. And that's what we thought we'd do, and so we picked your name at random from the phone, bu- uh, phone book.
3: Uh, you picked somebody else's name, okay?
0: Goodbye. Okay. All right. It's cross
1: country. I felt carbon. real good about that call too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Well, give me a letter, any letter. H. Yep. Yes. All right, H. Richard Gehring.
5: Let's
0: find out where he was during the war. <laughs> Now living in Little Thedford, Nebraska. It's very quiet, man. You know, he was nice to the kids. I uh, never thought anything about him. Okay. Richard Garing in Thedford. Apparently, she thought that we were putting her on. That'd be my guess. I don't know. Let's see if uh, Richard is in. There. I, I feel good about this call too. Hello. Hello. Is this the Richard Garing residence? Uh-huh. Uh, is this Mrs. Garing? Uh-huh. Uh, uh, hi. Uh, this is Mike Feldman calling from a national public radio show called What Do You Know? Uh-huh. With Mike Feldman. Uh, and uh, we are calling because we're honoring Thedford as a town of the week. So we picked you at random from the phone book just to say hello and find out a little bit about Thedford. Well,
14: it's a great little
0: town. Uh, may I ask your first name?
14: Alice May.
0: Alice May. Very nice name. Uh, Alice May, are you a native of Thedford? Yes, I am. So, you've lived there all your life, and, uh, and you plan on staying there all your life?
14: Yes, my husband and I both. We grew up here just about a mile apart. Really? We just west of Edford.
0: So, you grew up together? Mm hmm. And uh,
14: we've lived here
0: on a ranch. Oh, that's nice. How big a ranch we've been do you have? Married. Pardon me?
14: We've lived on a ranch ever since we've been married. And how long has that been? Well, about 42 years.
0: 42 years? Uh uh-huh. That's fantastic. <laughs> oh, we have an audience here that. What's the secret? Well,
14: just be good to each
0: other. Be good to each other. That's a good secret. Uh, <laughs>
14: it's a good life out here in the country.
0: How many uh, head, head of cattle do you uh, raise out there? Well, we're kind
14: of semi-retired. Oh. We, we uh, try to keep 150 cows, and, mm-hmm. and we take some
0: in pasture. That's semi-retired. Now, that'd be a lot of work for me, I do, do you have family as well, children?
14: We... I have two daughters. They're married, and we have three grandchildren.
0: Mm-hmm. Have all the kids stayed in the area, of Thedford? Or?
14: Yes, they all they live in the country. Mm-hmm. They live near Seneca, both daughters and their mm-hmm. families.
0: How is the economy in your area? Are people making ends meet, or has it been tough uh, this summer in particular?
14: Well, the cattle market's lots better, and I won't say that anybody's doing great, but we it had been real bad, you know, for mm-hmm. quite some time, and. And lots of the ranchers lost their places and had to give up ranching. And, but it is much better now. Mm-hmm. Everything you buy is awful high, but the cattle market is a lot better, and it's really helping.
0: So, oh, that's great. Are the kids uh, in the business as well, or are they in other businesses?
14: Well, they both have live on ranches. Our one daughter lives on a small ranch, mm-hmm. but they both have outside jobs. Our yeah. one son-in-law works for the railroad, and the other one works for a company that makes Wells that they make like uh, cattle shoots Pearson cattle shoots I he
0: see. works there right now uh, Now, uh, Alice May if, if I may use your first name uh, if we were coming out to Thedford and you wanted to show us some of the, the high points of the area not just the town but maybe the area around there what would you show us
14: well I'd probably take you out to see some good cattle and, and uh, we have a uh, Lots of talent in our small town, Mm -hmm. as far as uh, artists and the like. And uh, we have an art gallery in Thedford, which would be real interesting. And we have a country store, which everyone takes their hand-me-downs to to, and helps out a lot of poor people, even Mm -hmm. from away,
5: Mm -hmm. you know. And they
14: keep the ladies' club keeping it up nice. We have good cafes and good schools and churches. Mm
0: -hmm. Now, what, what cafe would you mention there? That, that uh, strikes a chord with me.
14: Well, the we, Cowpoke Inn used to be great, but I'd recommend the Arrowhead Drive-In. It's by the Arrowhead Lodge right now. It's, mm-hmm. it's a great place to
0: eat. Has the Cowpoke gone downhill? We heard about it a it, little it's bit.
14: It really gone downhill.
0: Did it change owners? Or? Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, that's too bad, actually. In yeah, that it
14: had a reputation all over the United States about. Yeah. Where are you from?
0: We are actually uh, doing the show from Madison, Wisconsin. Uh uh-huh. So we're not too terribly far from you. We're uh-huh. in a kind of dairy country out here. Yes.
5: Uh-huh.
0: And uh, so you recommend the Arrowhead, and and places of uh, of scenic uh, interest that we might see. Uh, well,
14: the Halsey National Forest is a pretty place to go to. It's mm-hmm. just east of Edward, and then. Our rivers are real pretty. Mm-hmm. The Dismal River's beautiful, and also this—we live right here on the Middle Loop River, and it's pretty here in the
0: valley. It's called the Dismal River, but it's not dismal. Well, it's.
14: It's south of Thedford a little ways. I see. and see. It, it's it's a beautiful. There's lots of canoeing in
5: it if you mm-hmm. like to do anything
0: like that. Well, it sounds really nice. Um, Alice May, you've been very nice for talking with us and you're a good advertisement for the town of Thedford. We have something uh, for you for being so nice.
1: Alice May, uh, Victor Allen's Coffee and Tea of Madison will ship you a pound of fresh roasted Costa Rican coffee and a Lindt Swiss chocolate bar, and we also have a cassette of some solitude seascapes for you. So... Uh, We're going to put you on hold right now so we can get the right address to send those out. Thanks so much for talking with
0: us.
5: All right. Thank you. Okay, and
0: good luck to you out there. What Do You Know is produced by Wisconsin Public Radio for National Public Radio. Michael? Yes, that's right, Jim. It is. And we'll be back next week trying it again.
1: This is NPR, National Public Radio.
0: That's right, Jim. Yes, it is.